So are we just yeah. are we just acting like this isn't like being recorded? Like no, I mean it's real. It's being recorded. Like, okay. I mean, I can always cut things out and make it seem like nothing. Like, I got you. At the beginning, didn't happen. I got you. But to be honest, why do they package their chips like that? I don't know. Why is this thing so bougie? Yeah, they said that there used to be a Chipotle here. Cause I was like, is this new? And they were like, yeah, we just moved here like a little bit ago. And I was like, how much are their drinks? This is a water cup. It was free. I would go grab it now before they close. Just, it's a white water cup. So just be like, can I get a water cup? And then just, it's being recorded, but just grab soda. <laughs> characters in Fort Lauderdale. I don't know about Miami since I'm only in one place in Miami every time I go. Most of the time I go. Miami's a weird place. Weird stuff happens in Miami. Literally like the other day when we, Armani and I were pulling in, when you get off the highway on my exit, there was a white guy, like you know the usual homeless guy trying to get money. I don't know where this black guy comes out. Like literally it was like a movie comes out and like stops and glares at him. The white guy turns around, looks at him, the black guy picks up a rock and starts chasing after him with the dang rock. And so you, you, all you see in my rearview mirror is a black guy running after a white guy. It was <laughs> so bad. Ah, Lord, if a cop saw that, the black guy would get shot. And then, what's it called? And then when he came and walked past our car, the black guy, the white guy disappeared. He looked into our car, and I made eye contact with him. He was an angry man. Like, I literally felt his anger, like, in my heart. I don't know what he was mad at, but I was like... <laughs> he looked in, and like... And I was like... <laughs> Just minding my own business. We don't want no trouble or rocks. You know what I'm saying? I think I actually was looking like... And my mouth was open when I saw him look. I pretended that I was yawning. I was like, Oh my god. <coughs> oh! <laughs> Don't kill me. These chips are like seasoned. Try it. They taste like they're seasoned with ramen noodles seasoning. I'm gonna lie. They, t- they, t- they, um, they feel like it. And they look like ramen noodle seasoning. That's not a bad idea. Just sell chips for three times the price and dip it in ramen noodles. Ramen chips. Mm-hmm. It tastes sweeter though. Like a little bit sweeter. What if that's actually what Doritos are? What? <laughs> ramen noodle seasoning? I believe that. So I bought this for Black Friday. I bought these. Okay. Do you have shoes that look like that? Huh? Do you have shoes that look like that already? These shoes? Yeah. Oh, I had these for a little bit. These are my curries. So you bought a new pair? No, I had these. Oh, I thought you said... Are you talking about the pants? Oh, the the pants. Oh, I thought you were talking about the shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I got the pants, shirt, these. Are they like joggers? Yeah. They're cuffed. That's the one thing I didn't like about them. And you got the bag? Yeah, I was going to compliment your bag. Where'd you get it? the bag. All this I called on, because I knew the manager. Oh, man. Did you 
Did so you I get got anything special? Yeah, seventy percent off. No cool thing about. A if you want to try the guac, you can try it. It's not bad. But what were you saying? Cool thing about having a podcast is that, and with Spotify and Apple Music, it's so small. Like, I can't get in trouble for anything I'll say. Really? I can't. I can't. It's like so small. Like, the chances someone like calls me like someone who puts down cops or racists or yeah, any of that, it's something to none. Unless it was that one podcast that like, went viral, like 800 plays, Jaden. 800. I feel like I've already said something about that. Who's went? Who's who was? Who's was it? It was uh, mine with Jonathan. Oh wow. Jonathan Manning. If you came to Miami, I could probably get you in with one with one of the leaders at Lou. I would love that. Maybe your pastor. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> pastor is a busy guy. <laughs> Pastor Maybe like Dakota, or I feel like you would have fun talking with Manushka. She's one of the operations leaders. She's oh, cool. Manushka, she has a. Is she on the worship team too? She sings sometimes. Yeah, she does. She's not on the she's worship black. team, but sometimes she yeah, but sometimes she'll go up and sing. She's, she's from Brooklyn, I think so. I don't know. She has like she doesn't have she has twists or dreads or one of those things. She flat. switches. She used to, but now she has like short hair. She's she the one that was in the car, the car accident. Oh, okay, different girl. Yeah, different girl. Are you talking about Ash? You're talking about Ashley. She would probably talk to you too. I'm she is Ashley. so chill, like. Yeah, Ashley would talk to you for sure. And humble too, like I talked to her in the Vu prom. I remember that she approached you and Armani, and I was like, "What's happening?" <laughs> I was like, "Yo, this is lit." So back to what you were saying before, spiritual battles. <laughs> what about it? Well, how's your been your spiritual battle this season, Jaden? It's been a lot in one, but like, how do you feel like you progress through the semester? It's weird because I feel like this is like the most trying season I've been in, but at the same time, I feel like it's the, one of the seasons that I've grown the most. Like mm-hmm. out of my whole entire life, I feel like I've grown the most. You know, um, last year, I don't know if I might have told you this, but last year I prayed a prayer that I'm still waiting a little bit. I might pray it again, um, but I prayed I pray- might pray it again, I might. But, no, listen, I said, God, I want you to unlock hell and make me go through it. Did last that year was hell. It was, I, I never, fa- I didn't fail class. I was close. I got a D. I was almost failing practicum, had one of the hardest practicums and intern. Was that it though? You just almost failed a class? It was just morals like on down too. It was just like Did you feel like everything that you are was being challenged? Like I don't know how to explain it. Like this the, what I feel like I'm going through is that God is holding a lighter up to me. And he's literally like, I'm burning everything off. <laughs> That's what I feel like. And it doesn't feel good. And just that like Last year, <clears throat> I felt that I, my life was harder because I was holding on to who I am, who I was. Still who I am. Yeah. 
But it wasn't a bad way. But it was in a way that like I held on to my values. I held on to God. I held on to my relationship with God. And I felt like my life would have been so much easier if I just let go. And then this year, it's sort of like the opposite. It's sort of like that latter time. Like people are like testing me and like how well I know God. Like my patience does that come from God? Does my joy really come from God? Does all this really come from God or something else? Because if it does, then it, it won't. Then it will last. But if it doesn't, then it won't last. Yeah. So I get what you mean, though. I really do. But um, how's you been navigating through like this voo culture? <laughs> voo culture, I've actually. So I came to my senses, and one of the things that God has challenged me to do is, um, I've I realized, or God revealed to me that when I got to voo, my like past is like different from others, and I went through like hard stuff, and like where I'm from isn't like what you would expect I guess you would say so when I got to VU and I looked around at all these official people and all these people that do great things and are like busy 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 working hard doing these things I think that immediately I believed that I couldn't do it like I wasn't capable of becoming them so I immediately like became lazy so one of the things in this season how I'm navigating through culture is I've opened up and become transparent about what I'm going through with a lot of my leaders Good. And I've sat down and told like my track leader, like, hey, um, I know I've been lazy, but I made a decision to switch it up. And when I was home and at my old church, I used to be work. I would work harder and I would be more available and stuff like that. But right now I'm not, and I want to change that. So mm. that's what I've been doing. I've been trying to make myself more available, more intentional. That's a famous word. Intentional. Intentional. I'm trying to be more intentional. Do you think that like in church culture that we kind of like make that word redundant like kind of take the meaning of that word out by saying it so much i feel like it can i like some of the college students like some of my friends they make jokes and they'll say like wow you're so intentional when someone didn't even do anything intentional like it's a joke like let's say you're eating that chip wow you just ate that chip you're so intentional man like you're one of the most intentional people <laughs> oh, i've ever met that's so messed up but it's true though i feel like a lot of people use that words and they don't know what intentionality takes yeah like, most people don't even know what it truly means i didn't know what it meant for the longest time because mm-hmm. intentional comes from intent so you have to have intentions you have to be you're doing it on purpose exactly you're doing things with a purpose a lot of people they just go with the waves they go with the wind yeah but if you want to be intentional you have to live life on purpose yeah not on accident Rich Jr. said something one time in the podcast. Who wants to fall in love? Like, if you yeah, fall, you I know hit your it, head. I remember you know that. I remember saying? that whole series was like, really good. You're, I, ta- you're talking about the love lies. Mm-hmm. He said that we talk about falling in love is like, oh, such a great thing. But it's like, when we talk about falling in any other sense, it's bad. But all of a sudden, when you fall in love, it's good. Oh. And it sucks because a lot of people just... Any other feeling is bad, except for love. If you feel love out of rationality, it's only a good thing in today's culture. But anything else, anger, yeah. envy, jealousy, it's a bad thing. If you have no rational proof. But yeah. love, you can just love anybody. 
Yeah. You can love a married woman, and it's justified because it was just an accident. But I definitely get your point. What do you think is something that most college students need to learn while they're in college, and maybe even something that would have helped you before you got into college, especially in the college you're at right now? I feel like one thing that I like, I, and this is something that I would tell myself right now, and I'm speaking to myself as I say it, is don't take where you are for granted. Mm. Because every day that you live, you're not gonna get it back. That's true. Like it's hard, it's, a, it's sometimes a hard pill to swallow, but it's the reality. If you, like where I go to college, like Vue College is a huge blessing. Like I'm around leaders, like, and great hardworking people, people that will put their work into you, and if I sat here and took it for granted, that's two years of my life wasted. Yep. That's a good point. That's a good point. It's scary. You think a lot of people, what do you think holds people back from giving their all in environments like those? I know you said a little bit why you did before in the past. Yeah. But, like, what what's some other things that you see around, like, people who have grown up with success stories? I feel like what holds people back from putting their all in are two things. They're, I feel like Stephen Furtick has preached about something like this. It's either the fear of failure or the oh, fear yeah. of um, fear of failure or fear of something else. There's the other one. There's two things that he says that pe- holds people back all the time. It's the fear of failure, fear of failure, fear of rejection. Mm. So I believe that's what hold people holds people back even in college because one, you feel like you're not good enough, fear of rejection, or you're scared of like Messing doing up. something wrong or you're scared of stepping out of your comfort zone. That's fear of failure. Mm. That's good. Do you have a time in your life where it's where fear paralyzed you so much like that? Like any of those? Yeah. I've had that situation like fear has like in the past I used to struggle struggle like before I met God I struggled with social anxiety like a lot. Like heavy. Like it's weird to believe because now I'm not amiable, extroverted, outgoing. I'm not exactly extroverted, but I can talk to people. But before like I used to be so scared of what people thought of me, and I still deal with that, but not to the extent that I couldn't make eye contact with people. Like, I get that. I couldn't go to Walmart without thinking, I need to shower, I need to dress nice, I need to do this, and I would just be, par- I wouldn't want to go anywhere. It's what held me back. I dropped out of high school because of social anxiety. Mm. Well, you dropped out of high school? Yeah, I dropped out of high school. Did you get your GED? I got my GED. I just think that I just want to say it's so dope, and I'm not just saying this because it's on air, but like that someone that dropped out of high school is now serving, interning full time with one of the like fastest growing churches in America, with someone like Rich Wilkinson Jr. around yeah. incredible leaders. Like, I meet people like you, not only just because I know you, but people like your friend like Lori too. Yeah. I know when you told me that they look at, uh, you know, we talked about their Instagrams and all that yeah. being something that they count in when people get into Vue College. Yeah. But, like, uh, with you two, I just feel like there was something that, like, it was like, I don't know. Rich Jr., I, I don't want to say it may have been. I think that was truly God. Yeah. And not Rich, 
decision yeah, um, to get you guys in that school because oh, it was yeah, just like, sure. like I, I'm pretty sure you guys see it as you guys as here because I, I face this too you're just there and then all around you these mountains and these mountains are just everyone else around yeah. there and yeah. you're just here and it's like you know but I feel like a lot of times we look at the mountains and don't look at like the sky. You know what I'm saying? That's good. And we realize that the we gotta realize that these mountains are just mountains. Yeah. They're mountains good. to us, but to God, they're just part of the planet. They're part of the world. They're in they're in the world. They may not be of the world, but they're still in the world and they're not God. They're not God. It's good. Um, it's a word. It is. <laughs> it is. I'm not. I'm not the one to preach. This is probably the one podcast that I'm probably talking the most in, to be honest, though. That's good, though. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's... You gotta do an interview with yourself. You need to switch it up and be like, when interviewing David. <laughs> Brandon did that to me. Episode one. I just... Everyone who listened to that, literally, they were they, they joke about it the day after because people didn't know about, like, in high school and middle school, I fought a lot. I was... I was angry, I was power hungry, respect hungry, driven on, I, my one drive in my life back then was respect, just trying to get it. And then now it's like, now it's different, you know what I'm saying? I don't want people to respect me so much as like, respect the word of God. Yeah, that's good. And like the things in it. And I feel like, Maybe that's sometimes something that I need for my life. And I think that's where Grace enters in because it's like, I'm not always going to be um, in line with the Word of God in my life. Yeah. And I think I need to give myself grace as well as extend grace to others when they're not in line with the Word of God. Because as much as I want people and I want myself to respect the Word of God at all times. Yeah. We're all human. We're all human. We're all human. So, Jaden, any time that you had to teach yourself to be human? I'm actually going through a season right now where I feel like the one word that I see when I think of the season is strictly, like, identity. is just realizing who I am. And, like, there was a talk that I actually had with, um, with Armani, actually. And it was, like, it was God, though. Like, you could tell when God's speaking. Do you ever have those conversations where it's someone speaking, but, oh, like, yeah. it's going straight to your heart because oh, you know yeah. it's from God? Oh, yeah. And it was one of those conversations, and he... Flavia ba- had that all the time with me. I'm sorry. <laughs> They're good. They're really good. And people who have those... Take time to have those conversations with people are, like, amazing people. But just one of the topics that came up and then I even read it somewhere like a couple days later was like how can you love other people if you can't even love yourself Mm, that's so true and at first (laughs) I love myself oh my goodness just yell it in the middle of Starbucks I love myself guys Citrix Cypress Creek Fuzzies Starbucks I love y'all but I love myself more audience of zero but uh (laughs) And I, before, like, I used to think, like, oh, yeah, I do love myself. What are you talking about? Like, I'm, like, I'm okay. Like, but I've realized that I didn't really. Like, I was hard on myself. Like, I didn't, ex- the, I'm literally learning that I am human. Because I would be hard on myself, expecting myself to have an A-plus in every single category at every single time. 
like A plus in my relationships, A plus in my friendships, mm. A plus in school, A plus in health, A plus in confidence. Like I was striving to be A plus in every single category and I got emotionally exhausted like every day. Wow. I would feel like I'm constantly failing every day because I wasn't reaching what I wanted to reach. That would push me into depression. That would push me into insecurity because I would be like, I'm not good enough. I'm not reaching the marks. Wow. So that's wow. what I'm learning right now. I'm wow. accepting that I'm going to make mistakes. Like the sole thing that I try to think about is if I was going to be perfect, I wouldn't need Jesus. Hey, mm. that's real. C.S. Lewis once said, the thing that very thing that makes us human is that choice to do what's for God and what's away from God. That's that very thing that makes us human. That alone. That choice. And that's good. So you said that pushed you into like insecurity and depression. What yeah. find what do you find as your way out sometimes? Because I, this everything you're mentioning, mm-hmm. the battles you're mentioning, you're going through this on a Monday through Friday, week day by day. Yeah. Uh, when these are coming, you have to fight these battles. You can't yeah. just stop life yeah, and stop course. your internship stop school yeah how do you deal with these at the same time with school or how do you just deal with these period in your busy life what i've learned like in the past i would deal with them incorrectly i would hold them in and try to be like oh no i'm tough i got it i can handle it myself but in that way i would just it was literally like i was a ticking bomb at any moment and if something happened i would break down that's how it was in the past. I wouldn't tell anybody because I wanted to be the strong one for everyone. And I believe that I give advice to people a lot and I love being there for people. And I felt like if I opened up and was like, I'm going through something, that people wouldn't be able to trust my advice. Mm. So I shut myself in and I thought that if I opened up, then I would be weak. I opened up to like maybe one or two people, but that's not necessarily healthy because if that one person isn't there for you, then you're going to like your whole world is going to come crashing now. So real. To be honest, my whole source wasn't God. It wasn't mm-hmm. Jesus. So whenever things went wrong, I didn't go to God. I went to a human being. Yes. And that was, let me tell you, it doesn't sound that bad. But when you do that, that destroys your heart. Wow. It's horrible. So now, like, the route that I'm taking is I force myself to be transparent. I sit down and I tell people I'm going through it. Like I'm going through this. I don't tell them everything. I'm not like, oh my gosh, this morning I, this happened, this happened, this happened. But like, like when I at the beginning of this season, I sat down and was like, hey, to my roommates, I've struggled with depression before and I'm okay, but I feel like it's trying to sneak back into my life. Just keep an eye on me. Like this is what I'm going through. Or if I'm having a really bad night, I'll tell people so they can hold me accountable. Sometimes we get caught in our own heads so much that we believe it's the truth. When you open up to someone and they're listening to what you're saying, they're able to tell you, like, you're crazy. Yeah, Yeah, you're crazy. That's not the truth. What are you talking about? So that's helped me. Just really relying on God and realizing that no matter what happens to you, like, I don't know, reading God's word, like, really reading it and proclaiming it and... A lot of people say read your word and I feel like it kind of gets drowned out because you hear it every single day and everyone's like read the Bible read the Bible you're like I read the Bible but do you really like read the, the Bible it's like the word <laughs> I love you it gets drowned yeah out. yeah exactly do you really read the Bible but I feel like there's power in waking up in the morning oh, yeah. and speaking words like it changes and also one thing my friend Josh you've met him one yeah. thing that he told me that I feel like people take 
not as heavy as they should is like rebuking spirits from your life oh that has helped me so much david like waking up and realizing your authority that you have over what like your depression anxiety whatever you're going through like you have authority over there and you're in the name of jesus you are able to rebuke it and tell you to leave it like leave me alone and i've done that like at the beginning i had to do it every morning for like two weeks like specific prayers though you can't be like god i rebuke every spirit in my life no you need to get down and dirty like i rebuke the spirit of depression i rebuke the spirit of anxiety i rebuke the spirit of insecurity all of those things and it helps wow. like going throughout the day like it helps you really need to talk to erica <laughs> erica da silva yo she did she did a whole um i remember this two three years ago in my first summer here she did a whole uh, mentorship with leadership class on just praying specific prayers and what you just said remind me of that that's why i said that and also um how i know you mentioned your roommates before this uh this semester you really got blessed with some amazing roommates i heard um what you want to share anything on how they impacted your life this semester and what's the benefits of having like roommates that being in a room or being in a home that where everyone is for each other succeeding and for each other growing and wanting everyone to edify themselves. I feel like the roommates that I have in this semester are amazing. The one that I specifically like in my room live with, her name is Genesis. And I feel like God put the right person in my room because she's like kind of tough and she has tough morals. So like, let's say there are days where I would feel so like emotionally exhausted and or depressed because something major happened the day before that I wanted to just lay in bed and not go to school. She's the person that's kind of like, hey, you need to go to school. Like, you should get up. Like, you know, you'll feel better, I promise. So she kind of holds me accountable. Not so rough where she's like, get up. Like, who cares if you're feeling bad? But just kind of nudging me. Like, you know, hey, I understand you're going through it. But I promise you'll feel better. I feel like what helped us all is that right at the beginning of the semester like we all came together and had a prayer meeting and we kind of just all talked about we prayed for each other and i feel like doing that just kind of made us take everything personal like we're not just living together like you're my friend you're my sister in christ like i'm taking it personal i'm praying for you kind of thing that's good that's good that's good what's it do you think that having that prayer thing is sort of like a protector too like any disunity or any division that anyone tries to bring yeah for sure i believe and we had it's not something that you just do once and you leave it sometimes we do have issues in the household you're not going to live a perfect life where there's no fights no drama oh yeah we have to sit down and we pray and there's times where other girls don't know about it but when a girl's going through something the other three people in the house will sit and have a prayer meeting and pray for that one girl that's an amazing culture to have that's yeah. an amazing culture. They're great girls. I think that when you have a house that prays, like there's really nothing that can, nothing that beats it. In all honesty, because me, I, I'm pretty sure Armani told you how last year we did that every week. Me, Armani, yeah, David, Bobby, Elmer, and Manny. And I'm not gonna lie, Manny was. Manny. Manny was Manny. <laughs> but I'm not going to lie. When you said that whole thing of, like, you tell people, you're transparent people, and they see it in a way that you can see it. Like, Manny was that person for me. I'm not going to lie. The delivery needed a lot of work. But, <laughs> um, but you know, I, I appreciate him. And even to this day, I'm not going to lie, I still see him as someone who did make my life better. And you know, help me grow into the man I was today. Even though, like, sometimes, like, 
he, he probably thinks I hate him, but <laughs> in all honesty, he was a he was a great guy to live with. It really helped me like stay accountable to the morals like I wanted to live. Um, so what's it? It was it was just a great life. And for the conversation behind this that's happening, I apologize to everyone on there. <laughs> uh, but no, he was a great guy, and I definitely see what you meant with a tough love. I would love if he said something like, hey, Armani and David, can y'all go to school today? Instead of like, no, 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 hey, guys, it's time boy, go. No more we are like, excuse me, who made you drill sergeant, okay? Oh, my God. <laughs> this isn't, uh, what's that, what's that big uh, military school? Uh, Lizzie McGuire. Oh, there's a big in there. Um, there's a big military school. My friend Destiny talks about it all the time. It's like this. Uh, dang, it's gonna kill me. Ah, forget it. Okay, so I was gonna ask you another question. Oh shoot. All right. So if it's meant to be, you'll come back to. <laughs> what's uh? What's one friend? That you've had at Boo College since I guess uh, since ever, since you first came there and like went through your very first time time to now. And what do you think is, you think is the power of having that that good friendship there, that good God friendship? Specifically at Boo College, there's a lot of friendships that I have had from day one. There's two people that come to mind. One of them is Ray, and the other one is Janelle's. Those are two people that I've had been friends with since day one. Mm. I'm gonna lean more towards Janelle's because she's a girl, and I could have been—I was more honest with her since day one. And I think that um, having her in my life definitely has—even have, having her in my life today has a huge impact. She is one of the wisest, most like anointed women of God I've ever met, and she, like mm. everything she does is with like love mm. like there's people who fake nice that like will come up to you and be like hi how are you but no. don't really care they don't really care how you are but she cares about how you are like she'll check on you she'll pray for you like she'll if she sees you upset she's gonna be right next to you and she gives you real advice she will not she when you talk to her and tell her what you're going through she's not just gonna tell you what you want to hear she tells you what you need to hear but she says it in a way that's like you know it's from god there's been so many instances where she's the one that gets me out of my head. Like, I'll be like, I'm going through this, and I'll be crying, like, I'm going through this, and I'm going through this, and I hate my life, and this sucks. And then she'll talk to me, and then afterwards I'm like, oh, it's not even that bad. Like, she, I feel, I've always actually told her that I feel like she has an anointing for giving advice. Are you guys out here? Hmm? Are you guys okay out here? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, we're good. <laughs> Continue. She has an anointing because whenever, like, she gives advice, it, like, brings peace to the situation. Mm. It's crazy. That's got to be something I got to work on next year. <laughs> I haven't wanted to do that. But I think it's, like, obviously I met her. Yeah. And I can say, this, like, to a lesser degree because I don't know her as well. Yeah. It's the same thing. Um, you just feel peace. Yeah. And I think there's an intentionality behind that, that, you know, that is really mi missing from a lot of lives. And I think that when, like, what's it, when I think of someone like her, 
Um, I think of Mary. Uh, Mary Magdalene. Um, there was Martha and there was Mary. But in that time, like, Mary spent time with Jesus. Now, I'm not... Not only do I... I'm confident that she probably spent time with Jesus, but yeah. I feel like she spends time with people. Yeah. Like, she's not going to just work over people. She's not going to do the work. There's a person right there. Tend to them. Yeah. And that's a true shepherd. Someone who tends to their flock, yeah. not just about their flock. Because a lot of time we get wrapped up in doing ministry and church yeah. work and church life. We get wrapped up in the numbers, the administrative work, the office work, punching holes all day, doing folders, setting up programs, setting up pro presenters, <laughs> setting up Ableton, setting up worship sets, setting up Photoshop, Premiere Pro. We get set up tech, 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 tech. <laughs> and all those are distractions at the end of the day. When do we sh- when do we tend to our flock? Yeah. Like, if we look to the time that we spend, are we really shepherds? Yeah. Because a shepherd spent every waking moment with their flock. But when was the last time like a leader of a church, a minister, actually talked to their flock yeah. besides a Sunday or a Wednesday or a service that's good. or a program? Yeah, it's good. And I feel like she actually takes that time to intensely like, Jaden, how are you really doing? Yeah. Because like. You just don't do it after, like, Jaden had messed up. You just do it because you love them. Yeah. Because, like, if I have people like that, too, they wait until after someone messes up to be like, hey, what what, what happened there? Yeah. What happened? I'm sorry. That's not a shepherd. That's a manager. A shepherd That's good. That's is a word. Like, that's not a shepherd. That's a manager. <laughs> that's good. A shepherd is going to be like, I know why you did that. Yeah. And we're going to walk this journey together. That's good. And I'm going to protect you. I wish I had a notebook. I would write that down. <laughs> well, good thing it's recorded. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's good. How would you say that... Um, would you say that friendship... Um, since you and Janelle are so close, I know for me and Armani, our friendship has not been easy. <laughs> but... I'm internally like grateful for it. Yeah. Uh, how would you say the same would kind of reflect? I don't know if you would say you and Janelle said like me and Armani. I don't know. But how would you say that? Has it been easy like this whole time? Like has it been like I don't know. Like, I th- how, what would you have to say the effort was put both sides to maintain that friendship? I feel like. Um, in the time of our friendship, I don't think there's really been, like, any major problem with Janelle. She's someone that I haven't really had many, like, really any issues with, other than just, like, in our, we're, we're in our own seasons, and sometimes we'll just space apart, and then sometimes we'll come back together. Sometimes we'll space apart for a while, a while, and then we'll come back together. It's all organic. Yeah. That's real. That's real. Where's our money? <laughs> Where's our money? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's it? I see him. Oh, wow. But, yeah. Any further thoughts you want to say besides that, Jaden? Um, for wrapping the near the end of the show, I try to keep these things half an hour because, you know, college kids have a smaller attention span. <laughs> larger than most people in high school and middle school, but still a very small attention span. Um... Any further comments you want to say about like people in high school maybe um, struggling with some things that you said earlier? Um, 
insecurities. Um, I know you texted me earlier about like mental illnesses. Um, anything you want to add? Any further comments? Um, I feel like the one thing that I want to make sure that anybody that's listening knows is that they are enough exactly how they are like and their identity isn't in what people say about them or how people make them feel their identity is simply in like who they are like what their heart is and what god thinks of them and what god thinks of them is like when you actually tap into that bible like god thinks crazy things about you (laughs) like crazy good things um i would say that the negative like the mental illness like anything that you struggle with negative thoughts like that's not you most of the time it's not you it's the devil it's not like you constantly beating yourself up that's not like who you are so don't feel like because there are days that I would feel guilty I would be mad at myself because I'd be like I'm a horrible person because I can't think good about myself I feel like one thing that brought me peace is that when I did like get freed from the spirit of suicide over the summer the guy was like this isn't you like the negative thoughts the rejection the emotional pain like this isn't you it was heightened because of the spiritual oppression you were going through Mm. that's good yeah so i feel like that's something big um no matter what it looks like right now it's always going to get better and god's in control of literally everything nothing can surprise him literally nothing even if it surprises you and makes you feel like you can't go on another day god knew it was going to happen and if god knows your heart and feels your pain like god feels the pain that we're going through and he's allowing it to happen then it's supposed to happen for a reason yeah the thing about god is that he allows us to feel pain but he'll never hurt us yeah he that's the thing i feel like a lot of people they think pain and hurt comes together when they're really very different pain strengthens us hurt um hurt hurt sometimes hides us yeah hurt sometimes it just covers us but we think that cover is like a blanket when it's really like a prison cell yeah and i think that's the thing that a lot of people they just think oh this hurts gonna make me stronger like what you said was a tough thing yeah that's not the case a lot of times hurt hurt is the thing that's gonna kill us sometimes but pain is the thing that grows us grows us yeah um, but yeah, that's all we have time for, folks, today. Um, I don't know what they say about something on Looney Tunes. Um, they say, that's all, folks. Um, oh but yeah, God. this is It with Real Talk with Ramos, episode something with Jaden on season something. Um, where, where's my time at right now? Time at 40 minutes. If y'all can't tune in, if y'all tune in for this long, y'all are truly blessed. Have a good night.